Buenos dias. Gracias. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 25th of January, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. On Monday, the 22nd of January, the EU foreign minister started considering a peace plan for the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Joseph Borrell Fontel, high representative of the Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy since 2019, has proposed a peace plan for the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Borrell wants the EU to prepare a conference with representatives from Palestine and Israel guided by international involvement. The idea is to give them space to discuss a two-state solution. The conference will also address worldwide concerns of prolonged violence. The proposal highlights the need for Israel to have security guarantees and for the establishment of an independent Palestinian state. EU ministers are reviewing the plan, so we might have an update next week. Meanwhile, the Canary Islands migrant influx that we spoke about a couple of episodes ago has now shifted to the Barajas Airport in Madrid, where asylum seekers face admission issues. Approximately 300 people, including 19 minors, are now detained at the airport. Immigration judges have urged immediate measures to address overcrowding and unsanitary conditions. The problem arose because of an influx of travelers from Senegal, Morocco, Kenya, and Somalia. They requested asylum during stopovers in Madrid, overwhelming immigration offices. Ministry of Interior attempted to transfer 50 of them to a foreigner's internment center to ease congestion, but the prosecutor's office objected, saying this type of center was wasn't appropriate because it was for people waiting to be deported, leading to a reversal of the decision. To address the situation, Spain implemented a transit visa requirement for citizens with Kenyan passports aiming to curb the arrival of Somalis seeking asylum with Kenyan documents. However, influx of Senegalese and Moroccans using this route has become noticeable over the last month. Minister of Interior is considering implementing additional measures, including transit visas for other nationalities. Still, Spain's close relationship with some of these countries, like Morocco, make it a lot more difficult for them to impose such requirements. Add to the chaos, on Monday the 15th, the United Police Union, or SUP, revealed that around nine people held at the airport escaped on Saturday the 6th through a false ceiling, and a further 17 broke through a window on Saturday the 20th. Most of these people had been detained in the airport for over a month in squalid conditions, awaiting information. Since their escape, only one person has been found. Also keeping the government busy is the amnesty law, as the Spanish government is finalizing it this week for approval in Congress on Tuesday the 30th. The law grants total exemption for acts related to the Catalan independence process from 2012 to 23, covering referendums, riots, violence, and alleged terrorism. The total amnesty also extends to the police, many of whom were charged with unnecessary force during the referendum vote, including on camera. However, critics, particularly those with access to grind, have scrutinized the law, questioning whether it is legal and it may impact unity across Spain. Yeah. Pablo Casado, former president of the People's Party, or Partido Popular, Pepe, and Ricardo Gomez Acebo Botin, the nephew of Ana Botin, the executive chairman of Santander Banking Group, have clubbed together with other important business figures to launch a 150 million euro venture capital fund called Hyperion Fund after getting approved from the National Securities Market Commission, or CNMV. The fund will mainly focus on aerospace, cybersecurity, and AI, and support emerging technology companies in the EU focusing on Spanish small and medium-sized enterprises. Hyperion responds to the increasing need for technological sovereignty and security in Europe. On the topic of national security, according to a recent La Vanguardia news article in Barcelona, 
relationships between the Catalan state police operating through Catalonia, the Mossos, and the Barcelona urban police, who only operate in the Barcelona region, they're tense. Mossos and urban police relations have soured, especially since Edward Salient's return as chief commissioner in 2022. Since the 2017 Catalan independence bid, there have been multiple commissioner changes. Throughout all these changes, relationships have deteriorated. The Mossos aimed to regain investigative powers, causing conflict as the urban police expanded their role due to resource constraints. The urban police's crucial involvement in actions like 400 public health interventions and weekly closure of drug houses is one of the reasons they are challenging the Mossos' ability to handle these cases alone. At an operational level, things are continuing as normal for now. However, meeting between both sides is coming up in February, so let's see what happens. Next up, doctors and families worldwide urge caution in Spain regarding the painkiller metamethole due to a surge in adverse reactions. A recent case involved the death of Mark Brooks, a British resident of Alicante who suffered severe reaction after he got a metamethole injection for shoulder pain at his local clinic. Sold as Nolotil in Spain, it's allegedly available without a prescription despite being banned in over 30 countries including the United Kingdom, India, and the USA, due to the rate of agranulocytosis, a severe condition that means someone has low neurotrophil levels, a type of white blood cell. Worst case scenario, metamethole can completely wipe out someone's neutrophils, making it harder for them to fight infection. Research from the Costa del Sol Hospital in Marbella suggests that certain populations are more susceptible to dangerous side effects, though it's unclear why. Campaign groups, including the Association of Drug-Affected Patients, citing over 40 deaths in Spain, have demanded an end to metamethole usage. Luis Martinez Torras, Spain's oldest working painter, born in Vigo, passed away on Sunday, 14th of January, at 111 years old. He was affectionately called the Maestro of Galicia because of his passion and dedication to art. Torras has a permanent exhibition in Casa das Artes in Porto, and his work is regularly featured at the Museo Nacional Centro de Arte Reina Sofia, Madrid's National Art Gallery. Sports news, the Royal Spanish Football Federation, or RFEF, lodged a complaint with the Guardia Civil on Tuesday the 24th after private referee conversations from the Real Madrid-Almeria match on Sunday the 21st were leaked online. The complaint addresses the unauthorized extraction of audiovisual material from the video assistant referee system, VAR. The RFEF has initiated an internal investigation saying the matter is extremely serious. Even though some audio publication is allowed, La Liga and RFEF agree that what was leaked wasn't supposed to come to light as it was a private conversation, not a discussion involving on-field referees. To wrap up this edition, starting in 2026, the Spanish Grand Prix for Formula One or F1 will relocate from Montemelo, Barcelona, to a new circuit near Madrid's IFEMA Exhibition Center, aiming to enhance accessibility, with 90% of fans able to use public transport to get to and from the circuit. Circuit spans almost six kilometers and supports F1's goal of achieving net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 of its great accessibility. All goes well, Madrid will host the annual race until 2035, signifying a notable shift from the circuit's longstanding home in Montemelo, Barcelona, since 1991. That's it for this week. Hey, did you know that if you're listening to us on Spotify, you can now leave comments or questions in the episode? Take a look at it. It's right there. The comments are private by default, and we won't publish them. 
might give you a shout out by first name in the next episode, but put something there. Go crazy. We'd love to hear from you. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.